Tune in to the American dream. Throw the fist up one time for the team. 16 banners, let's make it 17. Breeze up, seize up, rep if you bleed green. Two jade up, they about to make it rain. 15 players going hard in the chain. NBA fans turn centers in the same. Get smart on these boys, true fans, I'll explain. Yeah, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Breezy and I'm back for another episode of CC Breeze. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Got a quick fun episode for you guys. Just want to talk to my Celtic fans, the Celtics peoples out there about some things that's going on with the C's. Man, we, we under 500 again, but we'll get to that. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us and watch this show exclusively on Shoot the Breeze. So make sure you guys go to Shoot the Breeze. That is like and follow Shoot the Breeze Pod TV, whatever it is you want to call it. You know what I'm saying? You can follow us on IG and Twitter as well at STB Pod TV. And to everyone listening to us on anchor.fm, make sure you go to Shoot the Breeze Pod TV. While you're there, you can find us on all your favorite podcasting networks. My absolute favorite is Apple Podcasts. So go ahead and subscribe to us and select those five stars. And for anybody that want to get to us about some Celtics things or whatever it is you want to talk about, go ahead and email us, Shoot the Breeze Pod TV, and exclude exclusive network for your next up-and-coming shows hey i just want to break down and get to the nitty-gritty of this show all right it's it's gonna be crazy because the celtics are back they're playing tonight they've been playing they've been playing decent since the you know since the break they acquired some pieces from from the trade deadline and i kind of want to break some of those pieces down right i want to i want to talk a little bit about you know the right pieces the right stuff oh 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 Oh, oh, oh. Y'all don't know nothing about the new kids on the block. You know what I'm saying? The right stuff. There you go. All right. (laughs) And so before we get to the show, listen, the Celtics home opener with all the fans. They had not all the fans. I I apologize. It wasn't all the fans. They had 3,000 fans at TD, the TD Garden, right? 3,000 fans were there. But. According to my man Gary Washburn, man, he said it sounded like there was 20,000. Now, that was against the Pelicans on Monday night. The Celtics, they were defeated by the Pelicans. Unfortunately, they lost the game by six points. But they definitely went on a crazy run at some point in that game. And, you know, they were they were trailing. They were up. They were down. And then toward the end, it just looked like they were going to be able to pull it off. But unfortunately, they couldn't pull the game off. Uh, Brandon Ingram had a crazy I know people don't want to talk about it, but, but he had a crazy step back. <laughs> and Tatum went flying like one way. It was so funny, man. It was just like, dang, Tatum, he got you. It wasn't even so much of a dribble dribble. It was just a it was one of the quickest step backs I've ever seen. And Tatum just went one way and and, and he hit the shot too, right? He, he, he went ahead and hit the shot. So Brandon Ingram, Jason Tatum's always fun to watch that matchup. You know, no one we didn't have an answer for Zion Williamson, unfortunately. But the purpose is that the TD Garden has fans in it, and it felt like there were 20,000 fans with only the 3,000. Now, part of me thinks that they were still pumping in some of the sound volume there. You know, I don't know, 
But, you know, it was good to see that the fans are back and they are locked and loaded and they're ready to support their Celtics, you know, for the remainder of the season. We haven't been to a game since before, what, March 15th of 2020, March 17th or whatever, whenever it was closed down. I remember March 17th, I had a show. That show was canceled. The state of Connecticut was shut down. And so it was just like everything was shut down. So I'm assuming like the games were, were canceled around that time. So let's go ahead and get into some of these new these new pieces. The Celtics acquired around the trade deadline, and it's cool because these guys have actually played some games as Celtics, right? And so I want to start with the first piece, the first tree, Mr. Evan Fournier, all right? And so when you look at his stats, right, he's, he's averaging 18.9 points this season, almost three rebounds, three and a half assists a game, and you're just like, yeah, all right, all right. The Celtics got, you know, a 6'7 shooting guard, some size. Right, right, right. Some size. Defend a little bit something. You know, we got some size to him. You know what I mean? 205. And I'm like, all right, cool. Evan Fournier comes in. Now, he didn't play the first two games as a Celtic, but he did play the last game as a Celtic. And let's talk about it because uh, um, he went 0 for 9. He, he, he went 0 for 9. He, he was missing layups. Um... He, he shot a crazy wild three-pointer air ball brick shot off the bottom of the net. It was crazy. I, I, how how come or why come is it when people become Celtics? Players become Celtics. They 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 become Celtic fans. Why come? They just look different. Like what? Like they don't have the same. Is it the fact that they're bearing that Celtic green and? The, the legacy that they living up to and, and all those types of things. Like, what is it that makes them just play or ball a little bit different? Now, I do know we can expect Evan Fournier, Fournier to ship up, get in shape, Celtic shape, not Orlando Magic shape, right? He's going to be able to, he's going to be all right. That's a guy I'm not worried about because once his shot starts falling, two things he could do. He can drive and finish at the basket, and then he can go ahead and, and, and get those three-point shots off. The Celtics won shooting. Danny A said, give me size and give me some shooting ability, and that was the guy he went after, and he got that guy from Orlando Magic. We thought he was getting Aaron Gordon, and he pulled the okie doke on the fans. You know what I'm saying? My man Roy says, hopefully he bounces back, but he did look bad. Yo, Roy, he did. He, he looked bad, and he's going to bounce back back and you already know he's gonna bounce back like that he's a pro it's not like he's a a third year player in the nba he he's gonna bounce back it was just his first game you could say celtic jitters all our players be having celtic jitters right and so i think as he gets in where he fits in evan fournier is gonna be back so i definitely i i, I love the trade i think that we're gonna have a nice piece going down the stretch and at the end of the day you know when my my, my partner's on here Keith, she'll tell you just we just need to make the playoffs. Just let us in the door, whether it's the eighth seed, seventh seed, whatever. We get in the playoffs, going to be a different team, right? Just like people say, oh, Miami's a playoff team. They're, they're not a regular season team. Well, neither are the Celtics. So let the Celtics in the playoffs. It's going to be a different monster. All right, I want to talk about this guy. This is my man from Michigan, man. I, I, you don't know by now, my man Mo Wagner. Now, the funny thing about his trade, he was traded twice on the same day same day now his first game he hit a three and it's funny because i was i have you know my little Celtic groups and things like that and so from arguing back and forth you know i was a little upset 
when you know we got rid of Tice, uh, things like that, and you know Mo Wagner comes in six eleven. Yo, he's a six eleven small. They got him listed as a small four too. Like that, that's amazing. Like six eleven, but he's a Michigan guy and he got a three point shot. I'm not going front now. He just needs minutes. He needs some time. But if you leave him open in the corner. <laughs> he's loud if you leave him open in the corner man he's gonna hit some threes i can tell you right that he's not afraid to shoot the ball he's averaging 6.6 points a game almost three rebounds got to get that number up a little bit because as a wing for the celtics you have to be able to rebound you got to get those rebounds you know and uh he's averaging 1.2 assists and look i like this kid not just because he's from michigan no 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 that's not what it is you know i'm a michigan fan but that's not why I like him. I just think he's going to add youth. He's, he has hops. He has height. He can get you some blocks, right? He He's going to add something. I'm not saying that he's going to be better than Daniel Tice, but I think the, the point is you're looking for him to be an upgrade over Tice in some time. Because remember when Daniel Tice was a Celtic, um, and he's going to be missed. When Daniel Tice was a Celtic, like he didn't shoot threes. Now, Daniel Tice got called for fouls before the foul was even called. And it was, and then they go back and look at it and say, oh, it wasn't a foul. But they already called the foul. So he fouls out of games. Energy is nice. I agree, Roy, 1,000%. And it's because he's young, man. I do like what Ainge is doing. Ainge is believing in youth. Now, I hope some point, you know, in the offseason or whatever, because that's what we got to look forward to um, when that time comes, we do add the right veteran depth. I think that's... That's what's most important, adding the right veteran depth, all right? And so the last guy I want to talk about, man, my man, Luke, the Green Cornet. Now, my partner, Keish, I, I think she created that name, the Green Cornet, and now it's kind of like trending out there. And so if you don't know who the Green Hornet is, now you got the Green Cornet, and it's so it's just like, yeah. Kid from Vanderbilt. He's 20. God, he's 25. He's young. He's young. And I believe he's got a three-point shot too. He can shoot. You leave him open. He will shoot. 7-2. 250. He provides length. And he's a different, you know, he's not an above the rim guy, but he's definitely a guy that will affect your jump shot. Here is why Ainge wants length, tall, wings, guards, centers not guards i take that back he likes the midget point guards but as far as your wings he wants them tall and big this guy's a center and his his arm span is probably good enough to affect shots and i think him coming into the game he was a sleeper too like i didn't even know he had i didn't even know he was a part of the team until i started hearing who was this guy coming in off the bench luke cornet and the next thing you know it's you know the, the green cornet you know perfect name perfect fit perfect style so these are the new pieces. These are the right stuff pieces. And the question is, are they the right stuff? Like, will they be able to continue to contribute to this team as they're going forward? You know, Marcus Smart is back off of his injury. Jalen Brown is struggling with injuries, even though he's supposed to be playing tonight. Things like that. And so mm, it's, it's tough to say because how are they going to get their minutes in their rotation? The good thing is we watch Brad Stevens get these guys in the game, get these guys acclimated early, right? Soon as they trade, first night of the trade, the, the night of the trade, you had the player going, right? And so, or the night after, whenever we played. But he played, that was my point. Evan Fournier didn't play uh, the, the first two games, but he did play the last game. We did talk about how he looked bad out there. I think Evan Fournier is going to have a bounce back night because he's a pro. I think Luke, uh, the Green Hornet, 
is going to have a good time. I, I think he's going to provide length. Hopefully, he helps affect that Porzingis guy if if he's available. Because this one guy that they got to stop when they're playing, you know, the Dallas Mavericks, which is what we're going to get to next. We have the Dallas Mavericks in Boston tonight at 7.30 p.m. And the Dallas Mavericks, uh, that last game, man. I The Celtics lost 107 to 110. So they lost by three. And it was, if you didn't see this game, I, I'm not going to post clips up here. We don't want to get flagged, you know, by some services out there. But listen, if you didn't see the game, please go find the clip of, of like Luka Doncic, right? And so he hits these amazing shots, not once, but twice. And the last one just iced the game, right? It was the game winning shot on, on top of that. Like it was the one that just said, okay, I'm, I'm the best player. <laughs> I'm better than you, Tatum. And so he, he hit that shot and went in. And then Celtics ended up losing a heartbreaking game, too. And so the rematch is tonight, man. Uh, whew, we got some things to talk about. Listen, the Mavericks. Whew. Now, both teams have substandard defenses. Ranked 22 at 23. How coincidental is that, right? Both defenses suck. That That's what that means. Not that many teams in, in the NBA, right? It damn near lasts. Right, so both defenses are, are struggling, but the Mavs against bad defenses they put up points. So the question is, will Doncic sign? And just look at this guy's numbers, man. Over the last eighteen games, I know this is not a Dallas Mavericks show, but this is who we're playing, man. Luca's a good guy. I mean, he's, he's a great player. You know what I'm saying? Great player, MVP type caliber player at some point in the season man cbs sports hq you know they they, they reported that luca has been on fire the past 18 games the team has been 14 and 4 he's averaging 30.1 points he's averaging 30.1 points i'm going to make sure i'm clear on that so he's he, he's getting in the 30s now I, I i do think the celtics defense i'm lying I don't know. I don't know how they're going to defend this guy. Because if you try to take away his shot, he has a dribble-dribble move where he can get by you. Look at his assist numbers. He's averaging 8.5 assists a game. He's averaging 7.3 rebounds a game. He's shooting 51% from the field and 43% from the three-point line. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game. Can the Celtics win it? Yes. Will the Celtics win it? Absolutely. How do I know? They should have won the last one. Jalen Brown is playing tonight. For those that are, you know, don't know already. That's already been reported. He's a, excuse me, he's available tonight. Don't know if he's starting, but he, uh, as of right now, but he's definitely available. I'm sure the starting lineup is out and I'm not aware of it at this moment. But Jalen Brown is available. I do know Tristan Thompson is out. Romeo Langford is out. Uh, Shimmy Ojale will be out as well. So as these two teams get ready to be, you know, go at it, it's going to be a problem. The Celtics this season seem to be struggling against these Western teams for some reason. You know, they play well. They start off slow, and then they, they, they do this comeback. They do it in every game. And I think at some point... They got to figure out how to start off hot, not cool down, maybe simmer, but not cool all the way down. Just go on a simmer saute type of level. And then from there, turn that freaking fire back up, man. 
You know, Jalen Brown, when he plays, man, he's like, it's like outscoring, like he's just the, the best scorer in the NBA, like in the first quarter. He just goes ham. Then he cools all the way off. First substitution, Jalen Brown comes out, cools off. I think the Celtics find a way to get it done because Evan Fournier, a lot of people thinks that he should start. Roy, if you're still watching, do you think Fournier should be starting in the lineup? Have Marcus Smart come off the bench? That's a question. I know Marcus Smart is a team. He's the heart. He's the energy. But sometimes he's just not smart. In the last game, I feel like all Celtic fans can agree after his brain fart, the Celtics kind of started to tumble a little bit, right? After him throwing that ball away, the Celtics kind of started to tumble. <laughs> he said, no. All right. So no, no, no starting for 48. I don't know, man. I, I feel like he, he should be in that starting lineup. You bring Marcus Smart in with the second unit. You let him run the unit. I feel like Marcus Smart's assists will go up. He's not going to be the one looking to do the scoring. And so, I don't know. You know, I, Marcus Smart has the best on nights and then the best off nights. Or the worst off nights. All right. So, I agree, man. We'll let Smart let Smart start for now, right? Because he is the starter. He's the starting two guard. Right? I it, It's cool. It's cool with it. I just feel like maybe Fournier is not an off-the-bench type of player. You know, we've struggled with that. Gordon Hayward, you know, he had to learn that role. You know, it's just it's just different roles guys got to learn and kind of get comfortable with. And we don't have a lot of time for guys to get comfortable. And we got Evan Fournier to come in right now to help ignite an offense. Not, no, not necessarily much on the defensive end, but to ignite the offense. I think that's most important. You know, Evan Fournier coming in, getting you points off the bench. Get, get into the basket. I would like to see Evan Fournier continue to drive to the basket. I know his shot was off his first game, but I would like to see him continue to drive because those layups will fall. He is beating guys. The ball's just rolling out. When he get that first layup and he gets that taste of the Celtics medicine, like what's going to happen after that, he hears that crowd cheer for him. I believe that man is going to ignite. He's going to be ignition to the offense going forward, especially on the second unit. So if he's coming in off the second unit, I'm cool with it. Um, he can definitely run a second unit. Unit. He would be definitely a good guy. But they like to keep Tatum or Brown on one of those units. I don't know if you know. Usually Tatum will run. He'll start with the second unit. Right. And so Tatum will start with the second unit. And then you'll have Evan Fournier on there to spot up, to shoot. All right. And then you got, you know, with, with, with whoever they put in there, if they put in my man PP or or, or whatever to come in there. And uh, it, it's cool watching these guys progress at the same time. Grant Williams is playing a lot better, you know, like, man. And, and, and it's because it's because he's getting minutes. It's because he's getting some time. And I think Grant Williams is owning his role. Look, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a Brandon Bass. I'll bully you down there on the post, but let leave me wide open if you want to. I'm going to shoot. I love the confidence in that young fella. Chimmy does the same thing, and it's just more like um, they they have the same style. It's just that I like I like Grant because he's younger. I think he he meshes better with team chemistry when it comes to the rest of the units, whether it's the first unit, the second unit, or a third unit. Like he he just meshes better than Shimmy Ojale, and uh, so that's why I think Grant is kind of like you know 
exceeding his expectations or the coach's expectations at this point. So that kid just got to keep shooting, keep staying up, man. Look, the Celtics are at, are playing the Dallas Mavericks uh, in a few minutes. We're about to get on up out of here, man. Uh, and I look forward to seeing the Celtics do what they do best. I think the Celtics are going to come out there and put up a fight. They got to find a way to stop Luka. Um, he, he's the key. And, and and I thought they did a good job the first game. It's just that they allowed Luka to, to dribble. They allowed Luka to walk up and shoot. I didn't even know that was in his game plan. Like, he just walked up and pulled up. and Like, they can't allow that. Force everybody else to make baskets. If they get beat by anyone else, fine. Just can't get beat by Lupa. Ellis, what's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for tuning in. We about to get on up out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for tuning in to Sea Breeze. Every now and then I want to talk Celtics. Hey, Roy, if you want to come on an episode, man, you are the Celtics. Don Juan, let me know. Shoot me a message. We'll get you on here, man. These are quick shows. We like to come on Wednesday nights and talk. Hopefully there's a game where we can preview and get into it. But ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Mavericks are in Boston. The Boston Celtics got, a what, six more games at home, including this one tonight. The Celtics got to pull it off, and I think it's going to be a nail-biter. It's not going to be nothing where you, the Celtics win by 30, 20, 17, 10. It's probably going to come down to the come down, the end of the game. And uh, I would like to see Tatum put the stamp on the end of the game. I think Tatum has a great night. He's been playing well as, as he's been playing amazingly well lately. I think Tatum is getting his win back. And so Jason Tatum tonight versus Luka Doncic. Tune in. I'll see you guys when I see you guys. Tune in next Wednesday. We'll be back for another episode of Sea Breeze. We out. I'm your host, Breezy. I love you. Peace. Breeze. Breeze. Tune in to the American dream. Throw the fist up one time for the team. 16 banners, let's make it 17. Breeze up, seize up, rep if you bleed green. Two jade up, they about to make it rain. 15 players going hard in the chain. NBA fans turn centers in the safe. Get smart on these boys, true fans, I'll explain. Turn your radios on the TVs, relax, get back, tune in to see.